Hey y'all, welcome back to the Petty Pod, creative conversation in Austin, Texas, where we're talking with chefs, designers, rappers, artists, everything, you name it, just trying to figure out what gets them going, how they keep doing what they do every day, and it's been fun, and I really, really appreciate you tuning in. I am your host, Neil Petty. If you haven't yet, please give me a follow on Instagram so you can check out the video stories uh, from these wonderful episodes. Um, they're really great. Uh, you know, you can see everyone hitting the vibes and so forth. I am at Neil Petty. That's at N-E-I-L-P-E-T-T-Y-Y. So my guest this week, we're getting very, very, very interesting into the arts world here um, of Austin, actually. We're taking it back home here. Um, you know, I think, I guess uh, my intro here is... Um, Around five-ish years ago, uh, people in Austin started throwing events where it wasn't just music. And I know everyone would fly a big banner over our town that says we're the live music capital of the world. But uh, we've got a lot of people that make a lot of stuff here and do a lot more than just slam on the guitar or the synthesizer. And uh, this art collective called Raw Paw started putting together events where it was this amalgamation of art, comedy, music, um, poetry, just full-on variety, and food, you name it. And, um, you know, it, they attracted a really cool following and just a, a scene. And, like, when, when you break through like that, like, you got to start paying attention uh, of what's really going on. And um, my guest this week is Chris Doc. He's one of the co-founders of Raw Paw. And uh, he's he's a really interesting dude. I ran to him at this uh, clothing bazaar type thing. And, you know, I, I was like, hey, man, I have always wanted to just understand Raw Paw. I'd love to have you on. And Chris was like, yeah. Like, so he came on in a matter of weeks. And so shout out, Chris. Thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. Anyways, Raw Paw is an art collective. They do the they do the events thing, but they're also known for screen printing, zines, prints, um, all kinds of stuff, and they're just this amazing group of uh, folks that are very extremely creative. They have a very attractive art aesthetic that I personally really like. It's very upbeat and fun, and then also some of it gets into some very niche-looking kind of psychic stuff. That's kind of like Chris's style. If if I please don't hate me, Chris, for describing your stuff. But Chris also uh, writes uh, science fiction too. He's he's just an all around doing it maker kind of guy and uh that's the kind of stuff on the petty pod we like to have so without further ado this is chris doc from raw paw petty pod. Uh, like i always took that as like the emoji where you were just like crazy freaking out and that's like just straight up sad that's just that's sad. sad sad failure actually that's that's some sad failure, yeah. Yeah, that's that's sad, but like I feel like you're about to turn, you know. Oh, like I could work. I could work on that. Like, yeah, that's like superhero. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, what's this one? Um, like speechless guy. Okay. Did you make all these choices? Like, I did. I did. Well, I, I love the ghost. I need. I need to work. Oh yeah, that's like a huffy, like. Like bro, bro, uh, bro, techno, uh, bro, techno hour. Ooh, ah, so like Chris, I don't even need to introduce those, but you're on the petty pod right now, Chris oh. Doc from uh, Raw Paw. What's up, my man? Hello. Yeah, I I didn't even have to explain what the vibes were. You just went down the line on the vibes. 
but basically, as we chat about you and your story, we're going to like, I'll be like, give me a vibe for this. Give me a vibe okay. for that. Or if you're like, shit, I don't even want to answer you. You could just like answer it with an emoji. But they are, as you notice, sound bites meets like emotive <laughs> stuff but uh how are you doing man i'm doing good it's so good to have you on yeah Thank yeah, you. yeah. yeah. You're, you're 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 one of the founders of raw paw which yes. um you know like art collectives are always like an awesome thing to me because they're like somewhat of a mystery because there's so much output but then um you know there's got to be people behind it that are doing things so it's a pleasure to finally uh meet you yeah Hell yeah 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 so like um i guess like what Dude, like, wh- where do you like? Where do you come from? What 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 planet are you from? Are you from North Texas, right? Like, yeah. yeah, I I was born yeah in Connecticut. Oh, a lot of my oh. family is up north. So you're but, actually a Northeast type. Yeah, guy. but I moved uh, down to Texas when yeah. I was like three or four. So I feel like I'm a Texan. You are a real. You're a bona fide yeah. Texan for sure. I've been yeah. in Austin for about ten years. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so yeah, uh, I feel like I'm Austin. I'm an, I'm a Texan. I'm you're Texan, Austin. full in, full That's, out. Yeah, I feel like I came to consciousness here. You know, it's hard to say like when you're a kid that you were like, you're yeah. like present in it. You know, but yeah, I've been making my choices in Austin for sure. And like, um, no, I was from like a smaller town, yeah. and in two hours from here, and like moved here in like 2001 when I graduated, and like. This is where everybody moved. I was like, oh, yeah, everybody just kind of gets out and comes here. Like, um, but I always notice the, the, Dallas, the Dallas kids and up north, sometimes they don't just come down to Austin. Sometimes they migrate upward to, like, Chicago or New York or whatever. But, like, um, I don't know, maybe that's a good segue. Like, what was your, like, high school experience like? Were you uh, an artist in that time or were you, uh, I meet a lot of artists that were also like sports people. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> Will Bryant was a, f- a football guy. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Friend of the pod, but yeah, I mean, I've been an artist. Yeah. Should I turn this down? Is that, Oh, is it, yeah. is it, is it hitting you? Check, check. Oh yeah. That, no, nah, it's, it's not going to pick okay. it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been an artist since I was young. Yeah. I, uh, I was sort of like a sick child. Yeah. So um, I spent a lot of time alone. and Sick as in you, you had medical stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, I was sick. Yeah. I had a lot yeah. of issues. I was sort of like a bubble boy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I spent a lot of time drawing and like by myself sort yeah. of exploring whatever you do when you're sick and alone as a child. No, no. I feel yeah. that like I used to make like fake comic books. Yeah. Like with a pencil yeah. and you'd take the paper and you would fold it in half and just like staple it together. Hell yeah. And just like draw like pages and whatever isn't it crazy how like you realize like how much like when you don't grow up with like the system of like sports or this or that like how much time you have to sort of like tap into that you know yeah I mean I I did sports too I mean I think the town I came from was like pretty um sports was the thing football was the thing of Texas yeah yeah for sure (laughs) were we talking about Texas Yeah, yeah yeah and uh yeah I just sort of got pulled in another direction, yeah. just based on my interest. Yeah. Were and you uh, Were you kind of like, a, what kind of music were you into? Like, oh, um, that's a hard question to answer. Um, I guess I liked like, like my band in uh, high school. So or you were like, in a no, band. No, no, I wasn't in a band. But oh, like high school band, band. High school my, band. The band that I loved in high school yeah. was like Modest Mouse. Oh, yeah, yeah, I still yeah. love Modest yeah, Mouse. Yeah, yeah, Moon and like man. Just that kind of like, there's like, it's like poetry with like some angst. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I really like loved like 
Jack White and yeah. White Stripes and Miles House was really important because I feel like they were like kind of this divider between music kind of after alternative kind of sucked, you know? Like Yeah. They were like this dividing line because it was like, oh, okay, like I don't want to call it indie, but like it was just there was something going on, like you said it best with the lyrics and things yeah. like that where Modest Mouse and Built to Spill and sort of ones like that were like, <laughs> if you fell into that camp, you were on the right path. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're like, it might me, I just fell into the 311 camp. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I've <laughs> always loved pop music. Like, I mean, I went through a phase where I was sort of like, you know, art, art school kid. Like, yeah. do I like pop? Like, is pop, you know what I mean? Do yeah. you ever go through that phase where you're like, yes. But like, Guilty I, pleasure stuff. Yeah, I love yeah. pop music. Like, I still listen to it. Like, it's I, dominating right now. Yeah. 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 And it's a guilty pleasure. Like, I don't know. I used to like jam Backstreet Boys. You can tell we're a little bit of a generation. No, now, I but. jam Backstreet I still do. <laughs> I'll put that on at a party. No, you I just, are <laughs> my fire. The bass on those songs, Dude, man. Like, <laughs> good song. And like you know, a song like Smash Mouth All Star, you know that oh, like dude, has that was like my uh, graduation anthem, man. That song, it, I feel like they'll be teaching classes on that song in the future because it went I'm through serious. so many different arcs. It like it had its like popularity, like it was a popular song, yeah, and then it like faded out in some ways. It's still like on sort of like on people's playlist, but like in the yeah. background. And then it came back as like a meme icon. Yeah. And it's now it's like so it's maybe the most famous song in the world. Stayed the test of time. Yeah. And then like just went viral on its own merit. Yeah. And I, I saw them play like Dude, in, in Allen, saw Texas Smash- at like a fireworks a re- festival. Yeah. Like after <laughs> it was like after they were famous. Like for their first run, and yes. before they were like meme famous. Yes. So like no one cared. So it was the flat line. It was the yeah, low. Yeah, it was the flat line. It was a low point. <laughs> and I still remember like when they played All Star. I was like, this is a fucking jam. Yeah. You start looking at the members. You're like, man, <laughs> you weren't in the CD liner credits, man. I, that's a different guy on guitar. Like, yeah, give me a vibe for Smash Mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but one thing I realized when I saw them play there is they had a lot of like really paranoid songs. Yeah. I think like it was. Yes. They were like a like it was like a fireworks festival in Allen, Texas. Like <laughs> real like happy. You know, yeah. everyone's trying to have a good time. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember being like, God damn, bless. this is like some crazy. These are some crazy lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe well, they were my awakening. That was kind of that. <laughs> no, cool. you're not crazy, man. Because like them and like lit and a lot of these like. 2000 indie pop bands or whatever. They're not even indie. Like, they're just, like, alternative pop. Like, there would have, like, that one song would be, like, the one that would be on repeat on the radio, but then the whole rest of the album would be, like, really dark, sad shit. And oh, for like, sure. Um, I'm trying to think of more. Um, I can't, but, like, Lid and, like, yeah. those guys. Like, st- Stained? Well, that that's, like, you know what you're signing up for, I mean. Yeah. But, like... But that uh, they're kind of the ones that had the happy hits. Third Eye Blind, <laughs> okay, maybe. Okay. Yeah, was the yeah, impetus Third Eye Blind, of that. You listen to their lyrics and you're like, what? Yeah, what yeah. Like, and oh, then wow. I think about it, I was like, Third Eye Blind, like, isn't like opening your third eye like a good thing? You're yeah. Like, like, if you're Third Eye Blind, like, is it critique? Is it Are you insulting the world? Yeah. Like we're all Third Eye Blind of our oh, third okay. eye. Oh, okay. Okay. They're or the or we all just like did, I don't know. Yeah. What's their vibe? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get them. So left unsaid. Yeah, yeah. they have a new album coming out. Yeah, give me a vibe for 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be good. <laughs> so, wait, when did you uh, when did you get to Austin again? What year was this? Like this was two thousand nine. Yeah, nice. And so you get to Austin, and like uh, I'm sure you didn't like walk in the door and say, oh, "Okay, like I'm gonna just grab you, you, and you, and we're gonna make an art collect." What were you doing like before? You put together the the crew. So. Yeah, so I, I had like a sick childhood, went to yeah. high school, kind of got normal. Yeah. And then I came to Austin and, um, yeah, I went to like the art school at UT. Oh, nice. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, I sort of had like a little bit of like a break from reality yeah. for whatever reason. Like uh, just dealing with some, some you know, uh, I don't know. It's hard to explain why it happened, but I had a little bit of a break. Yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah, and then like... Right at when I started like coming back to like grounded reality and coming back to being yeah. normal in yeah. some sense, um, I was just like surrounded by artists, yeah. surrounded by like a lot of people that like had a lot of passion. The cu- the creative music scene in Austin, yeah, and yeah, I just like I felt like damn. you didn't want to play in a band. Like music wasn't your path. Like you didn't um, you didn't ever I, see that. And in- I dabbled with music. Yeah, but uh, I've always been interested in like a lot of things simultaneously. See, I like that. I that that's your. I love people like you and like another friend I had on the pod, Ben Aqua. Like you're very oh, yeah, I know ben medium Aqua. agnostic, and what I'm interested. What do you think it is? Where so maybe I come from sort of like a couple of years back when. It was like, you're a musician and you go all out, or you're an artist and you go all out, or you're a director and you go all out. Like, what what do you think it is that made uh, folks like yourself, and maybe that's not a generational thing, there's been people like that all through time, uh, but like people like that that make you sort of like not so obsessed about one medium? It's hard to say. There's I no mean, wrong answer, dude. We sometimes, are <laughs> sometimes I feel like I'm watering too many pots. You yeah, know, like yeah. each pot is like a plant that can grow into like a true talent. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I, I fluctuate between them too often. But then since I've been doing it so long, like each plant is kind of grown. Right. You know, and I, I'm at the phase now where I'm like trying to like clip some of the plants yeah, so I can yeah. focus Start more. Focus on one yeah, because like time has like my window of time has sort of shrunk as I've yeah. gotten older. I think is like a natural progression. Like, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, with other responsibilities and obligations, yeah. you know. So, like, I'm trying to, like, focus that now. But, yeah. I mean, f- why? You just saw it as, like, if I, like, try all these things, they're all going to cultivate and, like... Yeah, I don't think it was, like, really strategic. It was sort of just, like, I yeah. always had, like, you know, I always had, like, poetry in my head you know yeah. like stuff to write down I always had like stories like yeah. sort of visions of different things that like, could happen little videos to make and right right I loved music I loved music a lot but I I'm not naturally like drawn to like you know making music yeah I, I yeah, feel like <laughs> I don't know like I, I it's not I'm like pulled to like just sit and like kind of shape sound right right um, I, I but I like writing to music I like writing like yeah. stories and poetry and or making like, like an album cover or like oh, album yeah. art or something like yeah. that like hey this is a motive of that yeah yeah that's super cool man it's all so- some kind of some kind of like communication you know what i mean just yeah. like trying you see to communicate it as output yeah, yeah. dude yeah. that's so cool man like the um so you're kind of with some people that you gel with it seems like there was a culture going on in the 2009 UT art school like i mean like you guys were just like 
what was it? Well, you know, what, did you meet some of your folks from Raw Pond there? Or? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was, it was sort of just this feeling of um, like happiness and hope, I would yeah. say. Like just like all these like, you know, um, optimistic more or less optimist, um, optimistic people around me that yeah. just believe that we could make good art, we could make yeah. good music, we could throw good events, we could yeah. we could do so much. And I yeah. think that like all those people combined, sort of like things just bounced off each other, yeah. and we were just like in motion. Like, so how does that work? So all right, art getting into the art collective dynamic. Yeah. Like to me, yeah, it seems like the idea of art collective sounds like impossible because. Yeah. But it happens a lot, especially in that era until today. Yeah. Um, seems like everybody, quote unquote, in the art world would be very much tunnel vision on what their thing is. But I think at kind of like this time period, it's okay whether we have different art styles, like we're going to kind of come together and put like some sort of aesthetic together that has a through line, even though we're all different in what we do. Like, how does that work? And like, how does it happen, you know? Well, I mean, I think it comes out of just this feeling of liking a lot of kinds of art. Yeah. Like, I love poetry. I love photography. I love music. I love film. I love, like, there's so much art that I just love. Sure, sure. And, like, Again, when, it's not one. Yeah. It's not, it's not a painting on a wall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah. are connecting through other things. Yeah, yeah. and we're, we're just sort of, con- like, connected by like this mutual fascination that crossed different yeah. mediums. And um, it, we were kind of throwing shows that melded that. So we'd have like a show that would be like paintings on the wall, photography on the wall. Yeah. Like someone would go around with them, you know, bang a pot and like organize a little poetry. And then yeah. there'd be like three bands that would play. And then there'd be like installation art so, outside. And then yeah, yeah, we're like, going gonna to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, no, that's actually go, go off King because this, that's that the m- result of what y'all had. This is interesting, man. Okay, like I'm sorry, I'm kind of like nerding yeah, out ahead. here. Like you and your friends and in art school, just because you're in art school doesn't mean you're like sitting there talking about oils and charcoal and like you know pastels. You're like, okay, we both like um, this anime, or we both like yeah. this song. Like, there's a lot of other like, I guess streams of thought and different mediums that you're connecting on. Yeah. Yeah, you guys um you guys straight up like um basically started doing events, right? And like what caught my eye the most is that your events were sort to take shape of that same ilk, right? Like cut from that same cloth where like, hey we're gonna have vans, hey we're gonna have spoken word, hey we're gonna have um art up on the walls, like very three sixty. And that's that's kinda interesting because if I'd say there's one thing in Austin that hadn't quite done that before quite yet, that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was sort of just a, um, felt kind of natural. Yeah. It was like, hey, this person is a comedian. Let's, How let's have a comedian hard, though, is before it to, like, get stuff like that together, man. Like, I mean. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, it, it was just. just Something I like band, to do. Typically, people be like, "Band, okay, band number one, band number two, band yeah. number three. We're in a hole, blah blah. blah. Hey, come to my art show Saturday." But like, <laughs> you're, you're like, you're like, no, nah, man. Hey, um, we're gonna have a band. Then we're gonna have a comedian. Then we're gonna have like, you know, a minute. You know, maybe I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But like, that seemed very hard to curate. But like, 
in essence, like it seems to me, it's like the future of, of the event, right? Yeah, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think like good curation with like care and consideration yeah. can like take a lot of different things paired together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? Like there's no reason why like you can't pair like food with comedy and yeah. fine art with, you know, uh, music or film or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Um, so who are the main, who are your other folks in there? And So it's gone through different phases, but yeah. um, I, I'm a founder and then yeah. Jen Rashid, who yeah. goes by Jenny J, is a founder. Cool, cool. Um, and Kyle Carter, who is like screen print expert that holds down sort of our core business, which yeah, is yeah, screen we'll printing uh, yeah. merch and different objects for people in Austin, bands, artists, small yeah. businesses. Super cool. Yeah, and then we have sort of a whole crew of just different people that work th- for the print shop. And then there's like a network of people outside of that that we sort of collaborate with for yeah. the events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So was there like, um, what do you think it was the thing w- with with you and the original folks? Like where y'all were like, okay, this is, did y'all, was it an event or was it like a show or something like that where you're like, okay, it's time to make this a thing? Yeah, well, um, I think the core meeting, well, it's hard to say. A lot of it was house parties, house shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a, I feel like a lot of it starts off kind of chaotic. Yeah. You know? Give me a vibe for the first house show. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just chaotic. Like, there was broken windows. Like, every show, there was, like, intensity. There was, like, youthful, like, energy. There was, like, just... It was just raw and extreme. Yeah, yeah. uh, Yeah, and that was, like, a lot of the... I feel like the energy that was attracting people to the to the show yeah. that paired with like it being good quality stuff. Yeah. And what did you feel like your role was in all that? Like, like what did you feel like some people fall on being like just straight up? Hey, I'm full creative. Some people become sort of the, the manager. Some people become the accountant. Like, <laughs> like what do you feel like in, in that turn that your, your role was best described as? Um, I mean, I was sort of like, um, chaotic idea person yeah. paired with organizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like I have like a I, I have the ability to sort of go out there and be creative and chaotic and yeah. also sort of be able to put things on a list and check them off. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. In some ways I was leading the organization of sure, it. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. But I mean the enthusiasm is like obviously infectious to others and things like that so yeah i had i I had and still do like a lot of hope for what good art and yeah you know people i feel like when you experience good art whether it's a movie or an album or something sure you after it you're like whoa yeah like you've sort of been like energized or something totally and when you've experienced bad art like like a bad play Oh man, you could be like depressed. To- you might go home and like get in a fight or an argument or something for no reason, just because you're like, ah, oh, that is that so bad, true. That was a bad play. Like a bad movie will yeah. do that to you. Like, did we just waste our weekend on this? Was this the climax we yeah. we saw it? So yeah, no, that's cool. But like um, that, the thing about Rapa that I there's also sort of a timing with playful aesthetics 
and colors and kind of like, uh, I don't know what to call it, but a, a bit more like art, art to me started to get, and just aesthetics to me started to get a lot brighter yeah. and a lot more uh, friendlier, right? And a lot less like dark or exclusive, you know what I mean? Um, like, how did that, was that like, it's something that was kind of an aesthetic in a lot of y'all's, in my opinion, a lot of your posters, yeah. a lot of your promo materials, your shirts and things like that. Um, yeah, we've been sort of described as like happy punk or yeah. something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a punk ethos, but like it's like really like playful and sometimes yeah. childish imagery. Yeah. And there's like happy, colorful aesthetic to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I really <laughs> don't know why that happened. It's, it's sort of, and if you took like, I mean, no one does what you guys do. Everybody's original in their own right. But if you took people maybe in 1988 trying to pull off something like which it would probably be like black and white. It would probably be a little more aggressive. Like, you know, it's, it, it just seems like less of an open, approachable uh, aesthetic, right? Like you guys, like if I saw a poster, I'd just be like, oh, that looks like fun and like everybody could come to that. Yeah, yeah, I think the all is welcome is yeah. like translated into imagery. Yeah. Like where there's still like I feel like there's still like this mystique or there's still this yeah. like something happening behind the surface yeah. of it, but it's still like pop, accessible, it's friendly. Yeah. Um, you know, anyone can come. You 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 know, I feel like that's the I feel like the all is welcome vibe is something we try to send yeah. out. Yeah, give me a vibe for all is welcome. I think I pushed the wrong one. <laughs> you pick that, works too. that works, too. I'll do the... Oh, yeah. The so welcome, I'm crying. <laughs> but Sentimental. Some of, your, um, some of your stuff that I looked at, like, does have, you know, like, black backgrounds, sort of, like, spiritual patterns, and, like, um, sorry if my adjectives are off a bit, but like you know, kind of a bit mysterious and like in in the sight, the the psychic realm, you know, and like yeah. yeah, I think it's really neat. Is that something that you kind of like, just kind of explored on your own and just yeah, started? there's a there's a playful occultness to the yeah, whole thing playful too. occultness, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even that uses yeah. I some... mean, I feel like a lot of my drive. I mean, it comes from a lot of different things, but like is like angst towards like growing up in the Catholic church or something. Oh no. Yeah. 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 yeah, Too much order. (laughs) No, just like, or you're like, (laughs) there's a lot there, but like, you know, just like, uh, I feel like a playful occult is, is fun. It's like, it's, um, yeah, there's, I really love like conspiracy theories and occult stuff. Like, yes, I love, like, I love it for a lot of reasons, but one of the reasons is like, it just, it just it, like gives me energy like coffee. Do you know what I mean? Like yes, I can yes. watch a good conspiracy theory and I'll be like, Do you Dang. like um Coast to Coast FM? The, oh the, is that the guy that like really like nonchalantly interviews people about all these conspiracy theories? Uh, or is that what, what's he's the guy who like yeah, he'll yeah, they'll call in sometimes, but he'll go off on like long He's kind of like connected to Carl Sagan somehow. Okay. He's like, yeah. Oh, I'm people listening to, get, to this are like probably that. going crazy right I need now. To look into that more. My, I'll just go down like YouTube. Yeah, like YouTube, like just yeah, start yeah. one place and be like, wow, I can't believe these people believe this. And then like thirty minutes later, I'm like, do I believe this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, no. We we would get down on that stuff like in old internet like forum days, yeah. like when all it was was forums and all it was was like. 
Reddit style stuff, you'd pull yeah. up some GeoCities site and it'd be like, man, like 1999, my friends and I would read that. We'd be like, dude, this is real. Yeah. This is so real. Well, like, I think that's what's so weird about life is like, there's so many things that could that just feel so like normal and mundane. Yeah. yeah. On the same time, like what's there's that? so many Why? things, <laughs> there's so many things that like, it's like, oh my God, like this is actually a science fiction. Right. Like, the life we're experiencing is a science fiction. Right. There's right. things so strange and so crazy. Yeah. And there's things that like could be real that, you know, we don't even, it's hard to even know if they are. Yeah. Like so many people believe like, you know, in going back to the Catholicism thing, like so many people on Sunday. No, Walter. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Walter's Walter, <drinking> stop. <laughs> He's not going to drink your Tobo Chico. They're like feasting Sick. on the blood of... You know, they're feasting on the blood of a the son of a god. Yeah. And this yeah. big ritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that's like really interesting to me. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. it's like Walter, woo. stop. All right, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> it's science fiction. Yeah. And it's yeah. life. It's real world. There's so it's, yeah. what's interesting to me, there's like, so many like, things. Take away take away all of the um all of the yada, you know, strip it all down to its yeah. essence. And that's what you're looking at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, um, we, uh, but that's a good segue into like your science fiction writing. That, okay. And now just to throw another medium yeah. for, from Chris Doc out there. Appreciate that. Yeah. Now you're like, now you're like um, getting into like writing your own. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm early on my arc, you know, of trying to figure yeah. out who I am as an artist. Yeah. And uh, I experimented with a lot of things. I've curated yeah. a lot of things and, now I'm trying to write stories. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I love science fiction, horror stories. Yeah. I love that. I'd love to tell like, you know, pop occult, like, uh, thrillers. Yeah. Yeah. You think books are like coming back? Like, I don't know. Like I, I think they are, man. I love books. I love fucking books. I love books <laughs> so much. Give me a vibe for books. <laughs> Yeah, I need to get rid of two. You you have me rethinking the entire vibe structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I man. love books. But what I admire is that like you're kind of wholeheartedly a visual person, but you're flipping over to like the written word. And again, not to put yeah. your crap into a box or yeah. anything like that, but like what made you want to like get like do that what I'm, makes someone visual want to go write words like, i'm constantly like thinking about all this stuff and how to be the most effective with my communication and like yeah. one thing i was like explore, exploring a lot for a while is like the instagram generation you know like yeah. instagram uh, and like the the idea of exploring small content compared yeah. to like bigger content yes and like sort form. of the, yeah, yeah the constant battle between like okay should i make 20 things that are five second longs or should I make one thing that's like yeah. 10 minutes long? Yeah. It's like a, a constant battle of efficiency. And with books, I mean, uh, I, I wrote a book or I explored how to write a book because yeah. I wanted to like figure out like, I just really believe in books as like a medium that's survived, you know? Yeah. And like books Stories. as like once you've done it and you've like created that, those characters in that world and that yeah. thing that happens, it kind of can take on new life because you've done it. Totally. Oh yes. Totally, yeah. Totally. So there's little things that can come out of the big thing. Yeah. But like, I'm still like, like even now I'm like, I have all these stories like in my head from like writing yeah. the book, like all yeah. the characters have like all these things they want to do and they're constantly like nagging right. at me. They're like, Hey, I have this story. Why don't you write it? And I'm like, yeah. hold on. 
have to like go to work and do no, my like job. And the characters in your mind, or your yeah, yeah, the yeah, characters yeah, in my yeah. mind. Like, put me on a page. Yeah, put me on the page. Like, and, like I, give me some airtime. Yeah, give me my backstory and all that. Yeah, that's so cool. Like, do you think like um, visual like is just not is almost limiting for you? Like, at this vibe, or like, are you saying like? Well, I think that like now, like I'm maybe I can workshop this with you, like right here. I, now, we are like, workshopping, okay. right? We are working right now, Chris Doc. <laughs> that's good. We that's are good. working. <laughs> yeah, like um, so like I, I have like potentially like enough stories that I've sort of mapped out for like three or four more books. Okay, yeah. but that's a lot of fucking work. Like you know, yeah. yes, I have to isolate myself. I have to like type it all out. I gotta edit it. I gotta yeah. you know do all that stuff. Um, and then like the other thing is like maybe right now I, what I want to do is like sort of interact with more of the people that like in a physical sense, like Mm -hmm. in, in, um, and make videos essentially and try to make like a show. But then with the show, it's like the show is such a big endeavor, you know, um, to make an actual show. Like compare my show, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Like an actual (laughs) show, like, um, like a video show. Yeah. 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 And that's why pilot. Yeah, like a pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I feel like a lot of things on YouTube are like things that are like really easy to repeat. Mm-hmm. And like with podcasts, it's like there's an effectiveness to the efficiency of it because it's like you set up the mics, you set up the camera, the light, yeah. and you can do this every day. Yeah, I it, would love to do this every day. You, but you could definitely <laughs> do it once or twice a week. And yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. not. And the, the formula is all set up. Yeah. And that's what I feel like a lot of vid- videos on YouTube are like. Yeah. And they're not, like, w- what I'm sort of, like, on the fence about is, like, I'd like to make, like, a show that's, like, you know, scripted and there's, like, short yes. stories. and yes. But I, I feel like time-wise, like, it would be hard for me, and this could be creating excuses, but it'd be hard for me to make enough content fast enough to keep create like some kind of pulse on it yeah because all right so where's the line between that and like late night with jimmy fallon you know what i mean like where's the line between that and like so those youtube folks there they have a formula yeah the formula they know exactly like everything's meant to like keep your eye hooked all every edit every cut like they all use the same sort of tricks and they all kind of are from this same cut from this same personality. If you really look at it, like yeah. the stars, quote unquote, yeah. they, they all kind of have some similarities. Um, but are you talking about like a fictitious? Yeah, you, fictitious. Yeah, the show that yeah. I'm really like that is like that I'm really like trying to model okay, my idea scrap after. Scrap my Jimmy Fallon is, uh, is no, that's fair. Like that's another <laughs> route to explore as well. Like neither here nor there. <laughs> but is like Broad City. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, on my list, never watched an episode, okay. but I've heard nothing with well, great things. Well, starting yeah. with the YouTube yeah. show because that's yes. where they started, and like yes. the videos are like three minutes long. Yeah, like the the episodes are like three to five minutes long. Dude, we're in the same lane, man. And they're so yeah. full. Yeah, like the the characters are like their personalities were like so there. Yeah. There's like it. It just you know. It just the it's fictitious. They create yeah. this fictional world. They have characters in it. They add in like other characters, and they, they yeah. incorporate the city into it. And yeah, I'd love to do something like that yeah. with Austin. Like, so are you saying that you would like to back to your comment yeah. about long form, okay, and short form? Yeah. And like, you're right. It's either bite sized. You know, it's like, why couldn't you just shoot this on Instagram story with the right lighting and yeah. the right things, which someone people do right now. Yeah. Um, 
And then there is like long form stuff, like books and like really big things. Fan fiction's in there too. Yeah. Are you saying you would like to create something that has that same amount of impact in like a three minute like repetitive cadence? Because Broad City, right? Like what you're talking about, and this is just because I'm hot off coming from a screenwriting <laughs> class, right? Okay, okay. Is that like, there's like the three act structure, right? Like it's in every single story you feel like there's a there's a world and then there's a moment or an occurrency that changes everything yeah. and then there's like the fight and then there's a there's a conclusion. Yeah. And it's like since the dawn of time, that's what and like I was like watching I would break down like Parks and Rec and break down yeah. like a 20 minute pilot. I just wrote one myself and like I was like, "Oh shit, like how could you do this like in like eight minutes? Like how could you do this in like three minutes? You know? Yeah. So like I think I get where you're going and that like it's it's like really writing it up and like yeah. you have to have some master editing that like can like really editing, film editing is an art form in its own. Oh, for sure. That like I've I've it took me years of doing some commercials and things like that where I realized like that fucking person who's doing the editing is just as important as oh, for sure. everybody. Yeah. There's a lot of like respect to like all the facets yeah. of making something like work yeah. like that. But, um, but no, I think that's a great idea. Like what I would totally chase that, you know what I mean? And I think like writing your sci-fi, like would, I don't I feel like I'm giving you like, not the advice you need. I feel like I'm giving you like motivational advice where you're like, how could we do this? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like one location and then like you have a situation that's like strong enough. Like, yeah. I think I, I think I'm just keeping it. I mean, I've done short videos before and like yeah, yeah. I want to like, <laughs> I'd love to do like short videos that are building a story yeah. that are in my science fiction world that are like, that are allowing me to sort of pair like the things I love, like, you know, yeah. curating a raw posture. We have like poetry, yeah. we have music, we have right. photography, we have so all cool. these people I love, you know? Yeah. And like, it'd be fun to do that like in the show where it's oh, like, yeah. you know, there's like, there's someone, you know, playing guitar in the corner of the room. It's not the main focus, but like, yeah. like all these, like almost like capturing like a lot of the things that I've, find so fascinating about Austin and the yeah. people here. Well, in- you could do a screening, like uh, you could do like a quick screening in between sets or something like that. That's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's yeah. an interesting idea. Yeah. 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 I love screenings. Hell like, yeah. I don't know. It's so funny. You project a big ass video. Everyone just shuts the fuck up and watches <laughs> it. It's funny. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm still in the brewing phase. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like I've written another story, but I'm trying to, find a different medium to communicate it to where I can communicate it more yeah. viscerally yeah. in the now space. What's your new, what's your <laughs> last book? You did print a yeah, book. Yeah, I printed What's it, it about and what's it called again? It's called Secrets of Earth. Secrets of Earth, yeah. yeah. And like in a summary, it's, it's a story. It's about. a story. It's a, um, it's a story of me um, finding this alien artifact yeah. that ends up being like a message in the bottle from another dimension. Oh, and nice. It sort of pulls me into this other world and Dude, yeah. I go on sort of this this journey of going into like exploring these other worlds. Yeah. And you know, trying to balance like should I come back or should I go deeper? You yeah. Know, kind of thing. Um, how did it feel to like complete that? Did you feel like, oh man, that was cool? Or were you sort of like, eh, like Oh no, I, I was definitely like it was 
yeah. it took a long time to write the first oh, book. Right, and right. It took a long time because like I had a lot of like things going on in yeah. my life and all that stuff was kind of yeah. like fueling these characters and like I was like yeah. sort of putting all the struggle I was going through sure. into this story. So then finishing the story was like sort of like finishing that chapter yeah. of my life. When and did you find time to write? Did you like to do it in the morning? Did you like to do it at night? I like to learn like what yeah, people's yeah. creative patterns are. Yeah, I, I find that interesting. Like I feel like a lot of people that have like creative aspirations, like, you know, people in the creative network love like learning other people's like processes yeah, of how I love they make it work. About it, even though you're always going to fall back on your own. But Yeah, because like, essentially it's hard and we're all dealing with like similar problems totally. on different spectrums. But yeah. yeah um, so yeah. Are you writing night, or morning, whenever. Solid. You, yeah. So, well, let's see. I have a really structured life. I would say. Yeah. Like I feel like I've been perpetually busy for since I moved to Austin. Yeah. I pack it. I pack it in. And I work really hard. Yeah. Um. So like there are times where I'll set it up to where I'll wake up like three hours early and I'll make sure to get going on writing right nice. away. Yeah. And then, you know, when I do that, like y- you can't really work at night as much. So like, yeah. so like I'll kind of like fluctuate and like try to schedule it in and yeah. make sure I schedule it because if I don't schedule it, like other things will seem yeah, just more important sometimes. Sure. Sure. Just make that time for it. Yeah. Carve it out. Yeah, schedule, yeah. I got to schedule it. I got to be like, look at my week and I'm like, I'm working this chunk on Tuesday. I'm yeah. working this night on Wednesday. I'm it could working. be in the morning. It could yeah. be at night, but you're like, Hey, that's what works. With yeah. the day. Cause no, I've come to grips with the fact that no week or days are the same. And even though as hard as we may try to be like, Oh, I'm a morning person or I'm a night or like whatever, like it just happens that like the best rule of thumb is like you said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just try like one, one of my goals is to make sure that like, Every day, I move it forward. <laughs> Give you a vibe like, for uh, doing the, doing the deed every the day, ghost. man. <laughs> overwhelmed. Dude, that's the ghost. Chris Doc's schedule. Chris Doc's schedule. I mean, yeah, I'm not overwhelmed. I wouldn't say. Yeah. I'm just. I, I enjoy like working really hard. I like. Cool. I love yeah, working. Yeah, it's fulfilling to you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 as it should be. So was the I? I have to ask. Like, were you working on the book when the fire happened to the studio? Yeah, that was yeah. probably an escape for you, and and probably a, a place for you to kind of just be like, okay, all that I got to just put it down for a minute because that's so unfortunate. That happened like I would say, like right when you guys were are, are starting to really get going, probably with your screen printing and and um, events and so forth. Yeah, there was a few things that happened. Like I lost a couple friends. Like not like I'm sorry. not like they died, but like I lost them through like different circumstances and fell, fell off. Man. Yeah, yeah, and it, it happens I, in your the, with the collectiveness of it. And yeah. like I've always had this sort of like this this hope and this belief that like we can all do it together. Sure, sure. If we keep working hard, if we keep growing. Yeah, yeah. And then when you know I lost some friends um, for different things, like. Yeah, that really hurt. And then the fire was just like the icing on top. It was just like, oh shit, this yeah. is bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was really bad. Yeah, yeah. I'll give yeah. the I'll give the ghost again. Yeah, like no, they, yeah. the Chronicle wrote about it, and that was yeah. like not long after you guys had made the front page of the Chronicle, which yeah. was really cool. Well, it was the it was an arson, so someone yeah. someone did it. So did they, it, did they it just ever find the guy that. Um, we have theories, but there's nothing. Yeah. Nothing that became like full evidence. So yeah, yeah, it was just it was hard because like just not knowing if someone was gonna come attack me, you know, just like kind of 
it was harder to sleep with just like knowing oh, someone. Oh, like yeah, that could yeah. Be, it could have been worse. Yeah, like it, it could have been worse. Like I didn't know if there was another thing coming. Yeah, yeah. So like, I, yeah, it just was. There was a just a strange yeah, time. Does, but yeah. it was a good perspective to have, and I feel like I'm still like shaking off some of the darkness yeah. that was cast upon me. I hate that shit when it happens in Austin because um, we're still small enough where it's like, dude, that could be someone I know. You know, and like, if it's in LA or New York, it's like, dude, people are fucked up and do, do random things. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. like um, I don't know, it was a, you know, I think Run DMC's guy or some somebody yeah. or, or uh, Tribe's guy, like, someone just comes in when he's making beats and just shoots. You know? Like, yeah, having you know, having your house or having someone burn down. What is your house? It's like yeah. your, your studio. Well, I was renting your, it, but it was just like we had our whole place. business in it. Yeah. We like were living in it, yeah. like. It was a lot of our stuff. And yeah, yeah I mean, I, it taught me a few things. Like it, if you want to take some lessons away from having your house burnt down, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it would be like, um, you know, your stuff, you know, your stuff is like, can go away. Yeah. Like, you know, that perspective of like, yeah. oh, I have so much stuff. stuff. Well then like, boom, we just lost like $60,000 of equipment and Dude, stuff yeah, and artwork and all that stuff. It's just like, it's just stuff. Yeah. And then like the other thing was like, um, well, have insurance, have security cameras. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be a like, good one. Like, like be, take insurance seriously. Yeah, yeah. Have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then another one was like just me st- sort of understanding all the in- – just understanding like trauma on a new level. Just yeah, like that a no, lot of dude, people around hurts, have – man. A lot yeah. of people around have gone through like all kinds of things and like you, yeah. they're they're invisible to you. But like they they're going they could have gone through like something and it's just like kind of keeping that in mind is a good I right. feel like perspective and like, right and the feelings you have there are completely normal like I, and just like knowing that like every human being would be angry and like pissed off and paranoid of their own people around them like yeah that is completely normal so yeah man well you kind of came up above that and now yeah. you guys are thriving you have a screen print operation yeah. you go to raw pod and check out your website like <laughs> y'all are in business t-shirts the nine yards like so you got a new space what's going on today what's going yeah, on? yeah we use that we use that that hit as like a push for sure yeah it was like okay like it'd be totally fine right now if we just called it you know sure. like we lost so much like you know in order to come out of this it's gonna take a lot yeah and yeah and i just was like gotta do it yeah we gotta keep going yeah, I had to, you know, do the do the credit card thing, like yeah, dig dig the hole down so that we could climb out. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And yeah, we're we're climbing. We're on a slow incline in growth, and yeah, yeah, we're. And we're, I saw your pop up at the bazaar, <laughs> and it looked it was yeah. it's great. See, I think like y'all's aesthetic just kind of cuts through. I still, you know, it's like bright and inviting, and like. Um, I sound like probably a tourist when I like, <laughs> when I talk it's about so weird when I talk Keep about Austin weird when man. I talk about <laughs> raw aesthetic. I'm like, oh man, I do yeah. sound like a tourist. Like, but no. but no, I'd say I've I'm a huge fan of of anime and like uh, very like just kind of hyperactive um, caricature esque kind of uh, uh, thing, aesthetics and things like that and big letters, cloudy letters, yeah. you know, stuff that's Stuff that's really fun and um, and like you guys kind of do that and I mean there's a guy at the farmers market right now he sells these um, uh, you know they're kawaii like kind of like cookies or something like that and like 
you go to the farmer's market, nothing looks like him. <laughs> like, he's got his little, like, you know, pastel, like, background. Yeah. He's got, like, a little neon sign, and, you know, it's real simple, but, like, you know, nothing looks like him. And, yeah. like, um, you know, nothing looks like you guys so that's cool i appreciate yeah that. that's 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 a huge cred to you guys for keeping it going so man yeah, like, and uh, one thing i mean i love about doing raw pot and like working with artists is like yeah. our success depends on like art Output, you know what i mean yeah. it's like we print art all day we like sell art yeah. you know we just like we're always hiring artists for things and like that's like been one of the goals since the start is to like yeah. get get artists paid yeah. you know like have art build this like ecosystem because mm-hmm. um, I feel like one of the one of the things I was really have been f- I feel like I'm fighting this virus yeah. this virus that like artists shouldn't get like you shouldn't make money off your art. Do you have you ever heard that sentiment? No, I, I that I know. Like I shouldn't be driving this car, or like you know, it's it's sort of like I shouldn't deserve like this. You I feel know? like I experience a lot of artists that feel that way, and yeah. uh, I feel like yeah, I'm just sort of like no. In order to like grow your art, in order to get yourself out there, in order to do bigger projects, you like you have to has yeah. to be this like this working symbiosis of your yeah. life you know yeah you, well it comes down to you the should key, get paid it comes down <laughs> to the key word that you said yeah. communication yeah like communication since the dawn of time doesn't come for free from the guy who probably like chiseled in like yeah symbols into the rocks i mean yeah. he probably got paid you know the person who painted on the rocks or carved the uh hieroglyphs into the pyramids they got paid i'm sure yeah. like and so all of its communication and, you know, like Kevin Cummins was in town and like I bought a Courtney Love print for my wife and was like, you know, like I bought this for her because it was like her putting her makeup on in the mirror. And I was like, I just knew how motivational like that will be for oh, yeah. her. Not not that my wife's like depressed and doing shitty or anything, but like I just knew that would just motivate her day. And I chunk that up to like communication. Yeah, you know little I mean? things There's can a go purpose. a long way. There's yeah. a purpose for it. And like, I think that's your point there is that like, hey, this has a purpose in someone's life or something. And, um, you know, I think we talked at the bazaar like, yeah, about like businesses, like they think they have a cool interior design, but really <laughs> it just looks like everything else. And like, you know, you'll see a business on LinkedIn or something. They're like, oh, come work with us. Look how cool we look inside. And it's like, how many Austin Skyline murals can you do, you know? And it's like, like, why not have, like, that totem? Like, why not have, like, that weird thing? Like, a big Chris Doc, like, <laughs> eye staring at you from the boss's <laughs> office or something. Oh, that's just a <laughs> shitty example. But, but like, why not, you know? Yeah, like, why yeah. not? You want to be different. Like go get some art like that makes you different and make draw the connection. Uh, yeah, I would love. Rant. <laughs> I think it, it happens on on certain levels, but yeah. I would love if Austin, you know, the ecosystem of Austin would like, you know, support more of the artists. You know, I mean, yeah, like I feel it's like hard right now. Um, yeah, I've hear yeah. I keep hearing that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think I think art is there's always sort of like an economic struggle to yeah. it. I don't think yeah. they always. Been. I can't think of a time. Like, I don't know art history wise when like the artists were the the doctors you know what I yeah, mean yeah well maybe yeah. in the eight like 1980 when people that ran record labels like actually made a lot of money and they'd invite people to their house and they don't want to look like idiots so. yeah <laughs> but i think simple simple things go a long way like you know choosing 
uh, instead of getting like a print at Ikea yeah. in the last section, like getting yeah. a print from a local artist. Like I yeah. feel like the, the story of that goes a long way. Yeah. And like that, when you're, when you're that artist and you sell that print, like that feels really good. And oh like, yeah. You're encouraged to do it more. And I think like a city's can grow like through a good thriving creative scene for sure. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just want to wrap it soon, but I want to wrap by saying that like you guys is kind of omni creative channel, like thinking and stuff like that is what keep doing what you're doing. Cause I feel like that's what keeps the pulse of Austin's creative stuff going. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's those people that are kind of like relentless going through the fire finding ways to like get pay the bills through screen printing or whatever yeah you know and just plowing through and like and create making stuff regardless um yeah dude i agree like you you can get down and 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 rough but we're growing like exponentially yeah and all it takes is folks like like you and your friends to like keep pushing it forward i appreciate that yeah salute man get give, give me a vibe for uh uh yeah the yes Deep dark vase. Yeah. Any you want to plug anything? Anything coming up for <laughs> Raw Pop coming next? Yeah. Um, Events or so. Yeah, we have a sh- or? Our next show is we haven't announced it yet, but it's going to be called the Dark Arts. We're, gonna, like we're gonna go into the darkness a little bit. You know, we've done arts. we've done a lot of the light, you know, but you know, we're gonna go in the darkness <laughs> just for one show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay, know, so you're be, flipping it. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah. metal, it's gonna be like it's gonna be intense. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the show after that is like um we're doing like a, a photography show. We've been we have a photo studio part of our of our space and a lot of photographers rent it out oh, cool, cool. and do like fashion photography. So we're going to do like yeah. a, a, photo, a photo show. Yeah. That's going to be really cool. And yeah, we're, we're just growing as a brand. We're trying to like become an online clothing brand. Yeah. Like keep purchasing, like, um, making our own items and continuing to like explore lines. Yeah. We have a lot of ideas about like just fun clothing lines to do. Got to get those accessories, man. The Nalgene <laughs> bottle, man. You got to do that Nalgene bottle. Yeah, I'm just trying to grow the whole ship. Yeah. yeah. Cool, man. Well, y'all y'all look out for the y'all look out for the next Raw Pod Dark Arts coming to you soon. Um and Chris, man, thank you so much for your time. Hell yeah. Hang on the Thanks petty Thanks for having pod. me. Peace. One more vibe. One more vibe. One more vibe. <laughs>